Welcome to Word First Radio, the podcast of Word First Ministries. Tune in each week and join us as we pursue God's command to make disciples of all nations. What is up, you guys? Welcome to Word First Radio, the podcast brought to you by Word First Ministries. I am your host, Jacob O'Neill, and as always, I'm joined by my good friends, Cameron and hey. Bailey. Hey! Bailey, go ahead and pray us in. Yep. Lord, um, today we just come to you and uh, we come specifically to remember and look over the um, past few months and what you've done in the mundane moments of life and the um, things that seem ordinary to us. I pray that you would um, help us to see and thank you for the miraculous work that you're doing in the midst of it. So, um, God, just be with us. I pray you'd encourage us today. Help us to encourage each other as we look back on your work in our lives. Lord, we love you. We dedicate this time to you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you. So I know we're only a couple months in, but we're going back to basics. Uh, we spent a couple weeks talking about evangelism and church planting and, I don't know, philosophizing, theologizing mm. and stuff. So, But <laughs> we've been hearing uh, from some of our friends back home. They want to know how we're doing and how life is here in Norway. Yeah. Um, I guess first things first, Omicron has finally reached us, <laughs> <I> guess, <laughs> apparently. Is that the first thing? Yeah. Yeah. That started here, actually. In, uh, we Oslo. invented it. Yeah, it yeah. started in Norway. Yeah, I don't, it, it, yeah, it didn't start here. It started it in South Africa, but actually, I think Norway had Oslo had like the biggest outbreak. Mm, yeah. There's a there's some South African company that had like a Christmas party, and everyone was vaccinated, but Omicron went crazy there, and so uh, so we got a whole bunch of that going on. Yeah, yeah. I totally it's, I told my mom that we started it, so I need to it's, take it's, that back. We started the fire. <laughs> we yes, we totally did. Yeah, and so we're back to uh, I guess back to we're we're in quarantine. Back to quarantine, like don't go outside, wear masks everywhere and stuff. Yeah. Online school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, what's been fun is kind of over the holidays, uh, we've had a, you know, a string of big life events and holidays, and we kind of didn't really care about <laughs> you know, yeah. social distancing. But Yeah, well, that wasn't – yeah. There, like, I'm trying to remember when all of the new rules sort of took effect. But we had more or less – call it regular. I mean regular for us. We mm-hmm. So in the one sense – we were together and, and, um, medical requirements or whatever didn't keep us from doing what we wanted to do mm-hmm. for Christmas, but we had this, our whole sort of holiday season. So everything that happens after, after, um, Halloween and then until like past the new years, kind of for our first time in all of our lives, we did that without our families in California. So, mm-hmm. and I, and we've made it We're we have li- we're alive. We weathered it. I think we were blessed by it. God was uh, God was good to us, but we got to have, have that sort of first experience. Yeah. Well, let's talk about that experience. We had yeah. Christmas here um, for the first time for some of us away from yeah. all mm. of our family and with like $5 presents and yeah. like, you know, what was... Uh, <laughs> and actually stick to the rules for Secret yeah. Santa. That's right. <laughs> yes. No one buying iPods. That's right. That's yeah. Right. No one... That's an exclusive joke. <laughs> that's right. right Nobody yeah. knows. <laughs> Write that down, write that down, write that down. Uh, let's talk about that. How was, what was Christmas like here? Um, it was awesome. The, well, for us, so we spent uh, Christmas Eve all together, and that was wonderful. So, like, kind of one of the miraculous things I think God has done over the past few months is turn us from uh, people that the girls know, Cam's mm-hmm. girls, know into, like, aunties and uncles. I think yeah. it's like happening and it is starting to feel real mm. and 
Christmas was one of the really cool moments for that because we all pooled our money together, the youngsters who live in basically the same dorm, um, pulled our money to get the girls some gifts yeah. and to turn mm-hmm. Celia into a princess, yeah. which she hasn't stopped being a princess. Like, she since, still wears that. Yeah. yeah, she wears it all the time. Yes. She does a costume change like basically whenever when you guys, come over. Yeah, when you guys come over, she runs into a room and puts on her little princess outfit. Mm-hmm. It's like a pink, no, sorry, purple. I know what color it is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, a purple like dress with like diamonds and stuff on it. And yeah, and what else did we get? Yeah, so we got the, <laughs> Celia's a princess now. We got all the girls a matching like cat sweater mm-hmm. so that they can have a cute picture together. Yeah. And, um, we found a comb with Taya's name on it. <laughs> yes. Isn't that and, great? Uh, so when you go into the, like when you, any gift shop in the United States, you can get like license plates, mm, yes. you know, little personalized license plates or whatever the tchotchkes are. Yeah. And there's what here they have names like Taya on mm, there. Yeah. yeah on their I've book. gotten a few Jacobs in my yeah. time. Uh, yeah, Jacob yeah, yeah. pens, Jacob mugs. <laughs> it was until people started naming their daughters, Cameron. Cameron wasn't on anything, mm. but me and my brothers, we're, Cameron, Graham, and Wilhelm. We did ah. not have a lot of these. Yeah. Like, <laughs> mine was the most likely to be on one of those things. So it's crazy that we're in a place where like Taya mm. is on. Is a normal. It's, yeah. yeah. And I, but I think that's the only, well, no, Celia, but spelled a different way. Yeah. Spelled the right way. Spelled the right way. Yeah. Would be probably on a comb or something like that. Yeah. yeah. So, um, what it, oh, we turned uh, Cherry into like she puts the legend in Legend of Zelda. That's right. So. <laughs> she is a total gamer yeah, girl oh, she'll now. Ask her. She'll tell you. Yeah, she's a gamer girl. Yeah, she's like I'm. I'm pretty much a gamer. So, mm-hmm. and I love it. As soon as yeah. I get Zelda, I'll finally be yeah. able to uh, relate to her with that. Yeah, but, apparently she's like actually pretty good at it. She tells no, me like no seriously. That, yeah, she's like done stuff where I thought that there was no chance. Like maybe five years from now, she'd pick up the game and actually be able to do it. But she's like <laughs> really beat levels That's without. What you- yeah. That's what you spent our pooled money on. Yeah. Was a game that she might play. I just, I just you know knew it would perfect, be very exciting. How perfect that awesome. is for a parent. If I can just send you to your room and you go do an undoable task, mm-hmm. just go do that till you're finished. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that was, so from our perspective, that was all wonderful. I mean, so buying gifts for the girls obviously is an excellent thing to do. And it's one of the things that like binds people together and, and all that. But it was just um, really sweet to see your guys' hearts with my, with my kids because you understood the things that they love and the things that they like. And they just, I mean, everything Celia opened was, oh, this is exactly what I always mm. wanted. And it was it was very, very sweet. We got to exchange mm. gifts among one another, on. which I think went, went really well, went really well also. And, um, you know, even though I would say it wasn't an abundant Christmas, that's not fair to say. So we've got like our mm. families. Um, were really generous with us. And, and so I don't mean to say like it was a meager gift exchange or something, mm. but among us, it was a pretty modest Christmas, but it was just exactly what it needed to be. Mm. I think all of the gift giving was, was thoughtful and touching and, uh, and yeah. So, and the fact that you guys are just willing to bless my girls. I mean, you didn't even mention the time uh, you wanted to give Whitney and I an opportunity to get out of the house. So you guys brought over all the stuff to make and decorate cookies with the girls. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think one Ginger of them was eaten or even edible. Like I don't think any of it. <laughs> no, <laughs> those, uh, I think failed miserably. Yeah. Is, yeah. The, <laughs> is the words you were looking for. And then for us. So, I mean, that's a wonderful, generous thing to do to give us some time to get out of the house and enjoy each other's company. And we didn't even really do that. We kind of, I mean, it was, it was nice that we were together, but we didn't have any plans. We just kind of walked around. Yeah. So that mm-hmm. you guys could spend time with the kids and the kids could spend time with you. And they just love you guys. I mean, it was, um, 
one of these recent weeks when, when we usually film the podcast, we didn't. Mm. And Cheery came home from school and she was so sad. Yeah. And I asked her, what's going on, baby? And she's like, she's like welling up. Mm. And she's like, I just thought, I thought the team was going to be here. I said, I'm sorry, baby. They're not. She goes, but they're always here when I get home. Yeah. I was like, nah, not today, baby. They're not here. And so she was, I said, is there something you needed? Or she's like, no, I just really miss them. I really wanted to see them. And I said, we can FaceTime them if you want. Let's, we'll FaceTime the whole group, see who answers. And she goes, no, I don't want them to see me like this. <laughs> I'm going to cry. And, and, she goes, and, she goes, and Bailey wouldn't want me to be sad. <laughs> yeah. So they love you. I mean, they ask all the time when you guys are coming over. Are they, is the team coming over today? No, baby, not today. Oh, man. Well, I love – since we're just talking over the girls, yeah. uh, I remember when uh, – it, w- it was a couple months ago or whatever, or the last time we did this, mm-hmm. um, where me and Marissa had to come over – got to, yeah. not had to, got to <laughs> come over and babysit them. Yeah. <laughs> and you texted us like the day before or something. Mm-hmm. You were like, hey, uh, we need someone to babysit the girls. Me and Motown did it. Yeah. And you, I showed up and you were like, they've been asking for four hours. Mm-hmm. Are they here yet? Are they coming yet? Are they coming yeah. yet? Are they coming? When are they coming? Are they we coming? can't tell them. Like if we're yeah. going somewhere and one of you guys, like any one of you is, yeah, right. is coming to watch them. We just can't mm-hmm. tell them like until you get here. Oh, why are Bailey and Grace here? Cause we're leaving. See, like, Oh yeah. Cause if we tell them the day before it's like, you, yes, they're tomorrow, tomorrow, still tomorrow, still tomorrow. Mm-hmm. It's like 23 hours, 21 hours. Six, they'll be here in six hours. They'll be here in five hours and eight minutes. Could you please? Uh, so that's actually really, really wonderful. I mean, that's um, – so, I mean, if I, if I like zoom out a little bit. Please. So one of the things that is really um, difficult for a lot of people who are on missions work is they leave their whole family and they show up at a place where they really have no team. Uh, they, they have – that's not fair to say. It's not that they have no team, but they have no community. Sure. So maybe they have a team and some team, some leadership or some other people who are part of the mission with them. Um, but we got to bring sort of our, our, we got to bring a team with us, which is mm. awesome. A team we've all been working together in ministry for, for several years anyways. Um, but we brought like our second family with us and what a blessing that is. So I didn't, mm-hmm. I and, and my girls didn't feel like we were having Christmas alone. We miss the people we miss. So our grandparents and aunties and uncles and, and the cousins and all that we really miss them. And that was hard, but we got to spend it with you guys, mm-hmm. which was, our, which is our sort of adopted family, you know, the family that we got to choose. Um, and I, I just think we, we can't ever like overlook what a blessing that is. Cause we can irritate each other like a lot mm-hmm. and we can be mad and depressed or have mm-hmm. a sort of imbalance or mm-hmm. friction in our relationships. Mm-hmm. Like, so you can, <laughs> <laughs> so what comes Sorry. with having a team <laughs> yeah. is conflict. There's that. But we can't ever lose sight of the blessing that it is to have sort of all of our best friends and favorite people here doing the doing the work together. What God knew we needed each other. So mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that's been kind of like talking about him doing miraculous stuff mm-hmm. in the midst of like the moment to moment, like the stuff that just feels normal. Yeah. Um I think over the past two months he's done a ton of that work, mm-hmm. like in our team. Um so even for me, like I told you when we first came here or when you first got here mm-hmm. that I felt like a little awkward or, you know, like I didn't feel comfortable being uncle to the girls yeah, and I had to work out some kinks. Like I would feel like I was stepping on your toes or, mm. um, just like stuff like that. <laughs> like I didn't know how to interact. Bailey, stop trying to nurse the baby. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. <laughs> like, whoa, what are you doing? He's like, oh, I'm sorry. I don't know if they're just trying to be an uncle. I'm like, hmm. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But, um, 
Grace uh, has nannied for yeah. a long time. Um, so she knows everything. Yeah. And, like, she knows how to talk to kids. She knows how much authority to exercise with kids. Like, yeah. she'll tell them no. And I, I can't imagine doing that. Like, yeah. you always joke about that with the girls. <laughs> yeah. Um, but for me, I feel like I absolutely can't because it's how cute they are. Yeah. Plus, like, you're the, you and Whitney are the people mm-hmm. who should be telling them yeah. no. Um, but it's been, like, really cool getting to a point where I'm actually comfortable to interact with the girls and, like, mm-hmm. like we have our own friendship. Like, yeah. that. there was one day you um, texted or called me or whatever, mm-hmm. and you were like, hey, I'm on the bus taking Cherry home, and she just wants to call you. And I was yeah. like... <laughs> it was I a was weird so, day for me, too. Yeah. She asked, she, so for what, how happened where I was sitting mm-hmm. was, Papa, can I call Bailey? I'm like... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah, you, yes, of course you can, but sh- yeah. And <laughs> why like, exactly? Why? Yeah. Like, and so I teased her. I must nice. have asked her if she wanted, do you want to marry Bailey? She's like, gross. I don't want to get married. <laughs> like, what do you want to call him? She goes, I just want to talk to him. I was like, okay. So I want, mm. I was curious about what the conversation was going to be like. Why did you, <laughs> yeah, why did I, you describe that? Well, I, I thought, thought, yeah. Yeah. I thought she was going to call for advice and her I thought game because yeah. I had lent her, uh, lended, I don't know. Yeah. Um, loaned had her loaned, Zelda. Yeah. And I thought she was going to ask for mm-hmm. advice in there. Yeah, I thought she was going to ask for a video game advice, too. Yeah, that was like a tiny part of our conversation. But I was like, hey, what are you calling for? And she's like, I just wanted to talk to you. <laughs> um, so I don't know. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cry just yeah. like thinking about it. But um, I love your girls. I like love the opportunity that we have to actually be family. Like mm-hmm. in their eyes is the craziest yeah. phenomenon ever. Um, and I think just it's helped to bring the whole team like it we talked about thanksgiving mm-hmm. and how that was like we didn't have our family that we're all used to being with and we're learning to be family with each other mm-hmm. and i think christmas felt a lot more close to yeah that being a normal thing and not like a yeah, yeah. and i look forward also to us like creating our own traditions so here in Norway, mm. the the big celebratory day is uh, Christmas Eve, which is true in my family too because we're a Scandinavian family. But that's not true for most of you guys. It's not mm. true for Whitney. So we have an opportunity to not only embrace the traditions here um, mm. because they do things a certain way and that's fun. And not, like Norway does Christmas awesome. Um, so we get to embrace those. But we also get to sort of carve out our own things. You mm. know what I mean? We get to – and we – it's really an opportunity for us to do that. Even so Whitney and I, we moved out a long time ago. We bought a house. We've had our own family, but we, and we've only had a certain number of, I don't know, traditions. We're still a part of like our parents' traditions, you know, Mm. but we are sort of set free. Set free sounds, doesn't sound right, but like, we're not, we get to make our, we get to make our own way through, Mm. through the year end holidays, Christmas Eve, Christmas and all that. So I just really, I just really love that. And I appreciate Mm. that we get to do that together. Yeah. I never thought of it that way. Yeah. But uh, I'm sure we can come up with some really cool holidays. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, no, no. Did you think what I said was we get to invent holidays? Invent, uh, basically. <laughs> no. <laughs> We're the pioneers of our own holidays. Yeah. No, I, I know that's not what you said. Yeah. But, I mean, that was really cool. Uh, yeah. So there's so much I could say about yeah. all of that, those different experiences, hanging out with the girls, hanging out together as a family. Mm-hmm. It was great when, uh, you know, making an Italian-style dinner with yeah. lasagna and penne that didn't taste like paprika because we had fresh ingredients, mm. thank God. Um, <laughs> and that was wonderful. That was a huge blessing for me. Um, I put paprika in there, by the way, for you. You did? No. No. 
Thank you. <laughs> Why would she say that? <laughs> okay. Well, the reason I said so, that is because I think you're wrong when you say that there's paprika and everything. I'm definitely and not. And so I was challenging that whole narrative in your mind. I wanted to, I was inceptioning you. <laughs> so that you wouldn't Did you know, watch Inception? So that you wouldn't <laughs> this, know what was real anymore. This is getting too deep for <laughs> the catching up with the gang episode. Yeah. But okay. Well, very cool. So uh, besides Christmas, uh, we've actually had a couple different uh, i guess we could say like life events there's a couple you know we've had some family from back in california visit us yeah. Oh, yeah. had a couple anniversaries we had some yeah a couple anniversaries yeah uh why don't we talk about some of those experiences and how uh you know being here experiencing them right like that, <laughs> uh has been different from back in california because i mean it's kind of weird to uh when so Mama G visited, right? Mm. And we can call her Mama Grace. Mama, Mama Grace. Grace's mom, I don't know. Yeah, Mama Grace. <laughs> Mama G's a little too cool. Too cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm sorry, Cynthia, if you're watching this. So um, Mama Grace visited, and it wasn't like you went to Norway with her mm. and you guys went back to the States together. She was visiting her daughter and son-in-law who mm. lives in Norway. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, pretty crazy. I haven't experienced that yet. Mm, yeah. But why don't you talk about what that was like? Yeah, it was it was bizarre because mm-hmm. we're showing her home. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was that was weird because um, before showing her home was showing her what the city that she already knows very well yeah. looks like because mm-hmm. it's like two hundred feet away or whatever. Um, yeah, it was it was weird because for her it was um, I think her. Yeah, it was her first time out yeah. of the country, period. Yep. Mm. Um, so for her, she was a tourist and like seeing this brand new place and we knew about it and got to catch her up on all the like things and how she needs to wear a bunch of layers. Like mm-hmm. she had to borrow some clothes from Grace. <laughs> oh, that poor lady when she got here. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, yeah, She's the been first... to the snow before, right? Yeah, like, but, but she okay. wasn't... Well, she was mostly prepared. Like Costco will have you covered pretty well. Yeah, she... at least get you from the airport to yeah. your apartment. Yeah. <laughs> she was... Um, she had just one big coat and yeah. then her Costco shoes. Yeah, yeah. That were all a great price. And those covered her for the whole trip. But she had to borrow some um, layers from yeah. Grace. And that was the part where she was totally not ready for no, it. Yeah, like she got no. off the plane with no socks on oh. and got out into the cold. And it, I think it was the coldest day that we've had. And we had yeah. We had kind of a, a cold wave, a cold, what do you call it? Whatever. A period of coldness. Mm. Of the un- ground is covered in ice. Yeah. Let's just say that. Well, yeah. it, it snowed, it's, which was wonderful, which mm, apparently is, which was beautiful. Yeah. Magical. And yeah, yeah, it was amazing. Uh, but apparently that's unusual for Oslo. Usually, apparently, I guess we'll, we'll know ourselves, but what people keep telling me is that you usually don't mm. get snow that much snow this early. And then we had kind of a, like a week of it just being cold. And she came in in the midst of that. Yeah. So it was beautiful, but the snow fell like a few days before Christmas and stuck and it was just freezing mm-hmm. cold. Mm. Yeah. So she was in shock getting off the plane and being freezing for like the two seconds she was outside and switching yeah. from train to bus. Yeah. Um, and then we had kebab that night, like mm-hmm. all together. Yeah. And we were, I think like 30 minutes late yep. to kebab. Because she wanted to layer up as much as possible to not <laughs> For the risk four at minute all. walk. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, she wasn't cold the rest of the trip. But yeah, good. Um, yeah, that was awesome. Uh, she spoiled us. She took us to Bergen, so mm-hmm. we got to visit a place that we know um, not nearly as well as Oslo, obviously, but um, we know our way around. And there's a lot of fun stories there. Mm-hmm. We showed her. 
How's the weather in Bergen? Um, is it snowing there or it's raining? No, it was. Um, we didn't get any snow days, uh, which yeah. is sad because snow days in Bergen are beautiful. Yeah. We didn't get any sun days. Um, it was just Bergen, gray skies, yeah. gotcha. and on and off rain the whole time. Mm. Um, but it was it was really cool to show her, like, because for years now we've been talking about we went to this crazy place on the other side of the world mm-hmm. and we walked to colleges and yeah. bugged students. Mm-hmm. So we one time took a walk like along the mountain mm-hmm. uh, and got to show her the whole city and like map out where we navigated to yeah. take groups uh, from the log, log Susa mm-hmm. over to different colleges. Mm-hmm. And, um, Oh, one cool thing um, ah, that yes. came up is there are a lot of, old churches in Bergen mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and, um, and also too, but especially Bergen, they're kind of like a feature that you see dotted throughout the city. And she would like, you know, gaze at all of them and wonder and be like, Oh, that's so awesome. Like, mm-hmm. look at this beautiful yeah. church. Cause you know, we have normal buildings in America yeah. most of the time for our yeah. churches. Yeah, yeah. If you look at the end card of this video and some yeah. of our previous videos mm. behind the, uh, the links to other video oh, episodes yeah. of the yeah, podcast yeah. and our little logo. Uh, that's a church that uh, one of us took footage of and yeah. it's actually just like a regular church mm-hmm. here. Yeah. They're just stunning. They're just yeah. absolutely yeah. beautiful. I don't know how much you can see of it on YouTube, but yeah. um, that's just a regular church. Well, here. That's the ins- yeah. So that's the inside of the church yeah. that we have all that flyover stuff in the intro yeah. video. Mm-hmm. So Alan took all of the, all of the drone footage and mm-hmm. then Jacob was inside taking the, that was what the inside of that same, but it looks like stock footage. Yeah, it, does, it looks like something it, yeah. we should have paid for, and it's Jacob with yeah. a dumb camera. <laughs> yeah. Did you hear that? I'm yeah. professional. Yeah. Okay, thank you. Um, but it was an interesting conversation because we got to tell her about the past mission trips we had in Bergen. Mm-hmm. And then also, like, she asked us, like, there are so many churches here. Yeah. Like, what's the problem? Yeah. And so we got to launch in that conversation yeah. and um, talk about, I mean, you know, like, more of the hard facts cam, but, uh, so maybe you can elaborate, but those were state churches. Now they're not state churches yeah. technically, but they're not but churches that teach the gospel and, yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, by and large. Yeah. Yeah. Well that, that whole concept of state churches is just completely foreign to where we come from. Like we don't yeah. have, mm-hmm. so there's state churches and free churches here mm-hmm. and free churches are not, uh, what they're just not government churches; they're yeah. private churches, and uh, that concept is completely foreign from. Yeah, and the state church. So, like the England still has a state church. I think that's how they classify it. So the Church Anglican, of England. Yeah, Church of England. Uh, the Queen is like the is the head of that church. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so Norway had a state church until about ten years ago, and now, but it's now still a government church. So, mm-hmm. um, uh, gosh, I hope I'm getting all this right. If I'm not Norwegians, please help me to add some nuance. But as mm-hmm. far as I know, all of the um, employees or whatever, all of the, the clergy for the church of Norway are all government employees yeah. and Norwegian taxes pay for that, for the church of Norway. Mm. So church of Norway is like a department of the government, mm. but it's not the official religion of the nation anymore. Yeah. Mm. But I think it's just like for her, that was a really interesting conversation to see like how prominent the churches are yeah. in these two cities. Cause she got to see, you know, mm-hmm. the two big cities in Norway. Um, and saw how churches are everywhere and they're beautiful mm-hmm. and they're 
proud of their churches and mm-hmm. you know they're constantly repairing them to keep them mm-hmm. yeah. looking great doors are open all day yeah you can yeah they're public property because they're state yeah. churches so you can go in and film i i asked for permission but i didn't have to um because mm-hmm. they're all public property you can just go yeah. in mm-hmm. and yeah so yeah so just that was a cool um and kind of like eye-opening experience for us just mm-hmm. to um have like fresh eyes on that because she kind of came with the same wonder that we did in our first mission trip where we're like, mm-hmm. there's churches everywhere. Like, yeah. why are we here? Um, and then that's where, you know, we have to have a more lengthy conversation and like study the culture, which is like what Laga and all these different yeah. organizations we're working with are doing. Well, and that's one of the reasons I'm really eager for our church family and especially like the rest. So this mission team is really broad. Mm-hmm. So it includes the few of us who are here in uh, in Oslo, but then there's like this whole support network of people paying for us to be here mm. and praying for us to be here and giving us spiritual support. And then there's a whole the word first like corporate apparatus that exists mm. just so that as a nonprofit agent uh, organization like just to ma- so there's this whole like foundation of mm. stuff so that the ten of uh, so I guess not even me and my family but just the the five of <clears throat> you are getting to are sort of walking on top of mm. and. So I'm really eager for all of those people to have that experience like uh, Mama Grace had where they yeah. can come and see like these are the literally the cobblestone streets we walked mm. to evangelize in Bergen. And these are these like you, I mean you can see the video of the, that's Salgana Shirka. Mm. You can see Salgana Church in the intro and outro of our podcast videos. But it lands somehow and you're like, oh my God. And they're everywhere. Mm. I mean, we've got we got within – within walking distance, half a dozen churches just like that. And we've got Oslo Cathedral. We have these wonderful, beautiful buildings that were built and dedicated to God Almighty. But there's a sense in which the spirit is gone. I mean, mm-hmm. they're, not, they're not representatives of the gospel of salvation anymore. Mm-hmm. And yeah. when you can see that, when you can see a big, beautiful, empty building, where you go, wow, this, the, it's, it's hollow. Mm-hmm. And, I, and again, I, I don't, the point mm-hmm. is not to be critical of the Church of Norway, although... Um, Although we are, I guess. Yes. <laughs> but the, the point is, it's like we tell people that we're going to come and preach the gospel in Norway. They're like they heard about Jesus way before America was a thing. Like I'm, they, mm. I'm sure they, they got the memo, you know, and like yeah. they know. But when you can see it and go, oh, my goodness, okay, so here's what's going on. You get a sense about it, right? Mm. Even the advice I got, the advice I got when we came on vacation was get your feet dirty and see what the Spirit says to you. And so to be able to sort of pound out the the same pavement that we did on that mission trip that's awesome mm. and to be able to see the vestiges of a once thriving mm. christian commitment in the nation is um something that i hope so that, i mean that's an invitation to everybody like we, you've heard me say it mm. you, uh, you're listening to this you've heard me invite you here i absolutely mean it find figure out a way to get here we'll figure out a way to put you up or whatever like mm. get here and be part and see what it's like because it uh, it becomes touchable it becomes yeah. tangible yeah yeah well i mean tangible is the good word for it i would prefer <laughs> yeah. i'm trying to find an even better worse word yeah that's for sure i can look yeah. up yeah. <laughs> another word well i mean if you yeah you can tange it mm. what? <laughs> oh my i gosh. think you found it there it is there you go that's that's it well yeah i mean this this not really much I can improve on that, but rather support that um, 
kind of idea where if you look at all the footage that I collected, I didn't just take that one shot, but <laughs> yeah. I just took a bunch of shots. Um, if you look at that uh, shot, it has ev- all my shots. It has everything that a church should have except for one thing. Mm. People. People. There's an, I, I, I think me and the front lady to make sure that like burglars don't come in. Mm-hmm. We're like the only people in the building. Mm. Um, which is sad. I mean, so that that building, you can see it in our opening shot, has been under construction. They actually kind of just finished. Mm-hmm. And so they renovate these churches and they keep them uh, beautiful. Beautiful. Mm-hmm, yeah. Like I just said, the, the, those, those shots are, that's just a normal everyday church. Yeah. And so they keep them beautiful and the doors are open like every day mm-hmm. and no one goes in. And so, yeah, it's just kind of sad that a life, ideally, right, in a church, let's mm-hmm. just say, Let's give church a doorway a break. Yeah. Life is right there with its doors open yeah. and no, and everyone just like walks by it. So yeah. that's kind of depressing. Yeah. Well, that, I think that that's a really um, astute point. I mean, that really is like a good metaphor for sort of what's for the spiritual condition of the place. Like, mm. like there's, there's life and there's life everlasting, everlasting to be offered to people. But like we talked about in, um, in the episode with Todd Moore, it's like people are just not going to cross the threshold of the building that contains it. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's that speaks to why our mission is different. That speaks to why our idea for community and evangelism is different is it can't be that life just lives inside of those doors, but that we are, man, this where I'm really torturing a metaphor, but it's, I think it's yeah. still a, it's a good point is that we are the bearers of the treasure and the life that God has given us. Mm-hmm. And we can, we can break down that expectation that it's in there if you want to find it because people are not going in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. So that was fun. I don't so know we, how we, we pull also, this back to talking yeah. about <laughs> well, say, life like, events. <laughs> yeah, we also um, enjoyed the stay. Grace got to have uh, a ton of housewives. Oh, she got hot Cheetos. Yeah, oh. you can uh, you can see it in Such the last jerk. episode. Oh yeah, the they are up in my the corner. <laughs> yes, they <laughs> are. There's a bookshelf full of hot Cheetos. So yeah. we got some. Uh, we got a care package with Mama Grace mm-hmm. of all the snacks that we miss and everything. That's good. Um, so at least her at least her trip was worth it. Yeah. So that, that's pretty much what it was all about. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, she got. Well, some how good. much hot cheetos are out here? That's basically <laughs> yeah. yeah. It is. Yeah, it's, it's not fun. Um, no. Yeah, but it was it was great. Uh, so we got to have the fun. You know, here's Norway kind of stuff. Like, come see the beautiful Norway that we show you and make you jealous about on our phones. Mm-hmm. Um, so she got to see it for herself. She got to experience the cold, and I think just I'll say like. That Cam, your invitation. Mm-hmm. I'll second that. Okay. Mom and Grace slept on our couch. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure that Grace will let you sleep on our couch, <laughs> but I'm I'm almost certain that Cam will let anyone sleep on his couch. Yeah, thanks for so. inviting them all over. <laughs> you have Bailey's permission to uh, book a hotel and yeah. Yeah. Uh, come visit us. We'll figure that that part. I mean, the administrative stuff we'll figure mm-hmm. out. But um, but yeah, really do please 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 please. Yeah, all the people who are supporting the mission. Uh, if you can find it, you're blessing us abundantly. But I think you can really connect the urgency of the work. I mean, it's we've talked about this a lot. Like, it's obvious when missionaries are going to very poor parts of, like, tribal Africa. Mm-hmm. And you can invite people out and go look at what, like, these people, hear all of their material needs. Mm. They're, and they're being they highly built a well deprived. so they can have water for a decade. And, and that, yeah. that does something to you when you go and yeah. you see. And you go, oh, my goodness, this is what digging a well, like, this is how that dras- drastically and dramatically changed this community. Mm. It's not so obvious when you say, come, come to Oslo. Mm. <laughs> yeah. But it's, I think it's, a, I hope it is. They got a church on every yeah. corner. They're yeah. beautiful. Well, they I eliminate them. I hope it's a similar experience. I hope mm. you can you can see in the same way the way that communities can be yeah. um, 
can be changed by the gospel. Yeah. And just like, I think to experience the quality of life here, Mm -hmm. um, is amazing. Like it's awesome. And, um, also like the temperament of, or the like desire and craving for like Kushli Mm -hmm. and that whole thing, um, I think was a big surprise to her. Kushli. Oh yeah. Okay. You've seen what? it. We'll talk later. <laughs> is that Norwegian? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Jacob is the resident Norwegian expert, so he hasn't heard of it. I, yeah. If, if I've never heard of it, it doesn't exist. But okay. Um, yeah. So just the like the value that um, they place on because we stayed at an Airbnb in Bergen, mm-hmm. and the place that we stayed at was like the perfect mm. uh, example of mm. Kushli being yeah. like just it was done. Yeah. Um, so we had you know, coffee every day and they had a beautiful TV that was set on a picture fr- or like a, an art yeah. uh, easel. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it was just the most comfy, cozy environment ever. And just, so like seeing how that is a big part of the culture here, mm-hmm. like staying in your home, being comfy in your home. Mm-hmm. Um, and just like how everyone's, Oh, you posted a picture, um, a few days ago of, People standing at a bus stop, <laughs> and yeah. um, so like Norway wins the personal space. Yeah, something like that. Or something. <laughs> they um, do win at personal space. That yeah. was not unusual, by the way. That's exactly how yeah. people stand. Like that was just a normal morning of people yeah. standing at the trik stop. But just it, it's like a totally different thing to come and see it because mm-hmm. she, you know, obviously has heard Grace and I talk about that a ton. She's mm-hmm. heard us talk about that on the podcast. But then being here, she wouldn't stop talking, like tapping our shoulders and being like, "You guys just look out." Look, Look, they enjoy their space. There. Like no one's talking. <laughs> yeah, and like the the waiter doesn't want to come over here. Like we have to go. They don't yeah. want to kick me out of the restaurant. Mm-hmm. Like they want to give me as much space until I'm ready to go yeah. talk to them. And so, just like those things stood out to her mm-hmm. starkly. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I think just it's super valuable. Come visit us. Yeah, because we love you and we miss you. Um, but also to see, like you're saying, mm-hmm. the reality of this place. Yeah, and get, get your feet dirty and yeah. see what the spirit says, and and then have a more tactile, a more. <laughs> <laughs> and we're back. Yeah. Uh, able to tact. Able to, yeah. have it, able to tactable. Tact- tactable? No. No, you got it wrong. You did it wrong. <laughs> that works. Anyways, have, you but, said able to tange earlier. Yeah, because you said tangible. Okay, sorry. Uh, but have a tactile. <laughs> come and sense. Come and sense the texture of of uh, of the place. No, no. Uh, yeah, I've said enough. But come come feel what it's like. Come feel what it's like. And we're getting we're getting used to it. We're settling in a little bit. I mean, I guess we're we're still really weird and we're still surprised. Or at least I'll speak for myself. I'm still surprised every day by um, by how different our cultures are. Mm-hmm. But um, come and see it with come see it with fresh eyes and be blessed. Like be blessed to see what mm. ministry looks like here and be blessed to meet the Christians who are here. Cause they're mm. amazing. Like that over oh, the yeah. last few months, that's more of what's happened too, is we've been welcomed into ministry here. Jacob and I've had the opportunity to lead worship a couple of times. Mm. Bailey has led worship. Uh, Jake, so Jacob's led at his school. Um, Jacob and I were mm. in the band at, we got to lead worship at home church. That's Benta's church. Mm. Uh, you guys remember Benta who came, mm. who talked to yeah. us a few weeks ago. Uh, we got to lead worship as a whole team there. Jacob and I were part of a team led by seamen, who mm-hmm. uh, it was? It was a worship weekend for yeah. the young Baptists. Um, it was and, fun. It was like a, yeah. we were playing like ten songs. It was yeah. So we are. I am. I, I don't know how much of this you've done. I okay. was a gigging musician back oh. in, in the states. Not we never. Uh, <laughs> 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 no, never heard of her. 
even in bands. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, and that was kind of I've kind of since my guitars and stuff have been on like the shipping container. Yeah. I haven't written really anything. I haven't recorded anything, and yeah. I haven't really like advertised myself to play anything anywhere. And so uh, I've just kind of like really been itching to like yeah. you know like do a gig or play mm-hmm. on stage somewhere. So that was really fun. I got to play yeah. bass. I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I really am excited for my guitars to get here. Yeah, they should be here so. soon. That's that's good news is that our stuff should be here soon. So mm. we'll let you know. We will let every – I promise you'll know when our things get here. But it's been like six months. Mm. Like six months to get our stuff. You guys have heard that there's a global worldwide shipping shipping congestion. There's a thing where it's really hard to send stuff places. Mm-hmm. And that all starts right where our things were leaving California. <laughs> that's like that's like ground zero of we can't ship stuff across the world. So our stuff's been sitting there waiting to go for six months. Yeah. Why didn't you talk to the experts who've been doing it for 30 years? To Man, that's, well, that, yeah, um, that's <laughs> a whole other story. But even they are, they're just like, so I talked to several different shipping companies and just said, look, what's, what's actually happening? And they went, nope, that's, we have no idea. We can't predict it. We've never seen anything like this. You'll get it when you yeah. get it. Hmm. So we've been tracking it across the ocean and it made it to Germany. And then uh, it should be, should be sort of ready for customs clearance any day now. Yeah. They'll have our things. That'll be nice. It, it will be very nice. Yeah. So let's uh, talk about another one of those life events. Uh, we got a lot of content out of uh, Mama Grace visiting. Thanks, so, Mama Grace. Thanks, Mama Grace. <laughs> Mama <laughs> <But> G. <laughs> we had the chance to bless a member of our team who's not uh, on this podcast, but Alan. Alan. Had a birthday. Yeah, he did. That was good. That was fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And someone having a birthday uh, in and of itself is rather unremarkable. But <laughs> what <laughs> did... <laughs> What did we do for Alan on his birthday? We uh, sang happy birthday to him. Yes, we did. We <laughs> gave him a present. Mm-hmm. Actually, can I, I'm going to share just like the sweetest moment of all time from Alan's birthday. So we were giving Alan all kinds of grief because he, uh, he rides these scooters all over town and he's constantly falling off of them. <laughs> and so we were just really giving him the business about falling off these scooters and he was telling a story about he'd fallen off one again. And it was on his birthday. So on his birthday, we had him over, had him and the whole yeah, team over to our house. Say what we did. And we had, we had, it wasn't really a surprise party, but it was just a party. Uh, was, we had a sushi night mm-hmm. where we all, we, it was delicious. I mean, yes. calling it sushi is maybe, maybe that's a little generous. But we had rice more, and fish. We had rice and fish. It was delicious. <laughs> it was wonderful. It was a ton of fun. And so we had the whole team over to do that. So in the midst of that, we gave Alan a gift. And Celia, my five-year-old, had heard about how we were clowning on him for falling down off of these scooters the whole time. And Alan, why didn't you get a helmet? I'm not going to get a Right? And she heard that oh, conversation. Oh, yeah. Okay. So she walks out of her bedroom with a helmet that she had received for Christmas. She got a bike and a helmet from her grandparents for mm. Christmas yep. and gave that to Alan for his birthday because she heard he was falling over and she didn't want him to hurt his head. <laughs> oh, I about melted. Is that the sweetest thing you've ever mm. heard? And then we all laughed hysterically, and it, it made her embarrassed because she didn't yeah. understand why. Mm. And then she was embarrassed that the helmet was too small. It was a little five-year-old girl's helmet for, mm-hmm. for Alan's adult man head. Yeah. yeah. Well, we can make it work. We can make it work. <laughs> Just tape it. Well, I love – yeah, that's – I love Celia. I mean she's uh, just like that – Little moment, obviously, just mm-hmm. like shows her heart. Yeah, in, like, every single. It was just so pure. Well, like, uh, yeah. on every mm-hmm. single side of the spectrum, so it shows her generosity. Mm-hmm. But also, when we we laughed because it was hilarious. Yeah, Mar- Marissa uh, does this thing where when she laughs like hysterically, she just busts out like. Pah! 
Yeah. It was hilarious to her. Yeah. She did that because it was just caught her off guard. And Celia, um, this has happened a few times, so mm-hmm. I feel confident saying this, uh, <laughs> cannot yet tell the difference between people laughing at her no. or laughing mm. with her. No, Especially really when we laugh that hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so she obviously can laugh at jokes, and we yeah. obviously laugh with her sometimes. But if she does something... And everyone starts laughing and she's not. She can't tell if we're laughing with her or at her. So she gets Mm. embarrassed. Um, But what's great is that she comes back like immediately. That's just Mm. like our moments to like we've had had those moments. I've had several of those moments where she's like mad at somebody for laughing at her or she's Mm -hmm. embarrassed. And I like pick her up and I'm like, okay, are we we really going to sit here and just sit here and be upset and be mad? And Mm -hmm. then I make her laugh or whatever. And Mm -hmm. then I bring her over to Bailey. I was like, Bailey? Can you tell Celia you love her and that you weren't laughing at her? And like we, mm-hmm. yeah, make it up. And it's just awesome because, you know, that kind of goes back to our point earlier about becoming uncles to the girls. We've yeah. had, it's funny that you talk about that you, uh, uh, we're a little unsure of like, well, like, okay, I want to be an uncle to them, but like how, like how authoritative mm. can I be and stuff yeah. like that? I also was thinking about that like all the time. Mm. And so I'm constantly trying to make sure that I'm not, being bossy or like the first thing Jacob did when we got here was sent my girls to their room and told them they were grounded. I was like, there's, that's the line. (laughs) What? (laughs) No, I didn't (laughs) too much. You need to back back that up just a little bit. Yeah. I took away their toys. Gosh, no, I didn't do that. Their toys in the trash. I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, they leave them all over the place. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I wasn't sharing. So uh, now she can't have it at all. That's right. So no, I don't, uh, torment camps, children. Um, but it, that's been an interesting experience because I don't have uh, nieces or nephews. Yeah. I, I'm the oldest uh, of my father's children. So <laughs> <laughs> I have to say it that way. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I, so I don't have like nieces or nephews. And so it's, it's uh, really interesting be stepping into that role, learning kind of how to do it. Yeah. And it makes me, uh, it fills up uh, Marissa's uh, baby like cup so she doesn't want to have uh, kids yet so oh gosh well that's good so her being around your kids makes her not want to have any anymore so thank you (laughs) that's not exactly what i said no i think man i'm worried that i mean that strategy definitely could backfire so my kids are awesome Mm -hmm. they have their moments and tay is the most difficult of the children we've had she she'd be really tough but by and large my girls are really wonderful and they're fun to be around and they're funny and they're bright and they're charming and they're sweet and they bring you they bring you their helmet right yeah silly got for christmas she bring you her christmas gift to give to you because she doesn't want you to hurt yourself they're wonderful and so being around kids like that i, I, I don't know man it might tend to it might tend to uh push that i want to be a mama button yeah well ask mm-hmm. we'll ask motown that's one of the things i've been thinking of was wouldn't it be cool if the ladies did an episode of the podcast yeah i'm glad we're speaking that into existence yeah that's what i thought is <laughs> make it real online <laughs> Maybe we can take a vote or something. If you guys want that, mm-hmm. let us know, and then maybe it'll be enough that the I think we'll will be like, it. we have to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. We've been thinking about that. I think we um, have to do it. Just to bring it back to Alan, because yeah. we were talking about Alan's birthday. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I think so. We all know Alan is the best gift giver oh, yeah. in the world. Yeah, he's really good, and it's just not fair. It takes him like two seconds to, which is why he's always shopped with me for Grace's gifts because mm-hmm. I get all the credit. But yeah. I, I do like none of the work and it barely takes him work. Like yeah. it takes two seconds and he knows exactly what the best thing in the world is for mm-hmm. someone. Um, so we have like no hope in ever matching that. Yeah. Um, so if our strategy was like 
for Helen's birthday. Let's find him the best gift. Yeah, there's not a chance. Yeah, we're going to fail anyways. Um, but it was really, I think it was really special. Um, just the, because we haven't, have we had a birthday? No, no that was the first birthday we celebrated Yeah, that was the first. Yeah. Mm, yeah. I mean, it was my birthday in October, but. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, that, so that anyways. was the first birthday yeah. we celebrated here. Yeah. So, <laughs> on two important things. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. Just kidding. I love you. I don't care. Yeah. Um, we stopped caring about birthdays after 49, Ken. <laughs> All right. <laughs> it's okay. I'm used to it. Um, so it was really cool. We got to actually surprise Alan, which I guess he wrote in a like, note that we all shared with mm-hmm. each other that he doesn't like surprise birthdays. Mm-hmm. Um, but we effectively surprised him. Yeah. Um, like I took him out to the mall for the day and, um, he just wasn't expecting anything. Like I was making us sound like awful people. <laughs> I was like, Hey, maybe for your birthday tonight, we can like go to my house and, yeah. you know, play some board games. I yeah. don't know. We can't have we'll, any of Grace's hot Cheetos. Like yeah. that's not happening. <laughs> <laughs> we'll grab some pizzas. Of course we wouldn't touch the stash yeah. of hot Cheetos, but, um, mm-hmm. and then he just was totally not expecting to, yeah come to your place and for us to be doing sushi and it it's not like the um again it's not the perfect gift or whatever because we're always going to not be as good at alan as, at that mm. um no way but i think it was just like so cool um having the chance to like as a whole group focus on one person because it's easy to focus on the girls like yeah girls obviously cutest things in the world mm-hmm. so to focus on them for christmas or whatever yeah it's easy is an easy thing to do but to, for everyone to like get together and have a night, um, just like a night of fun. Yeah, and it's like for, a picture of heaven. I mean, it's yeah. like it's the <coughs> it's that simple community stuff mm-hmm. that um, I don't know. We just get to see why it's so good, and we miss out. I mean, in our in our, I mean, we still live pretty hectically, but it's easy to miss out on the simple community stuff mm-hmm. and sort of the the quickness of the pace of our lives. And so just being able to be together, share a mm. moment, get to dedicate the time to the celebration and honoring of our friend and brother Alan um, and him being, uh, him being generous with his time mm. and rece- receiving the gift and being blessed by it. Like there's something there about blessing somebody and them receiving the gift and the thing that happens yeah. when, in the group when that happens. It's magic. And I think just like, especially since we just talked with uh, Todd Moore, mm-hmm about missional community and what that looks like. Um, mm-hmm. A big emphasis that we've had looking at missional community and that he definitely had in our conversation with him was the like true relationship and mm-hmm. like living life with each other. Yeah. And for him, it was, like Christians together is, it was a huge emphasis that he had for missional mm-hmm. community. Um, so I think just like these events um, for me, like that's uh I don't know, like a change in perspective because we, you know, we make a big deal out of birthdays typically, Mm. but like this was like, everything's on hold. This day is Alan's day. Yeah. What are we doing? Um, like we don't have much money, but we're going to pool our money and have awesome food and treat ourselves and him for a night. And, um, I don't, I think just like, it's an emphasis on us being together Mm -hmm. and taking a moment and really like seeing the importance of celebrating each other. Yeah. Um, cause like, you know, I don't care about birthdays. Like I, I really don't get why they're a big deal. Yeah. I don't get why we even, yeah, I have one of the days we were born. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, Some of my best friends have birthdays. Yeah. So. yeah. 
but I like I can really appreciate in the model of missional community, mm-hmm. like the how valuable it is to just take a moment to pause and like uh, bless one person intentionally yeah. in the group. And it's not like the spotlight is on them and we all go around and tell them encouraging things. Like we didn't do any of that. Mm-hmm. It's just like we, just got to know, be we together spend and bless time together other, yeah. for him, um, for his day. Like we pause our schedule, pause our routines so that we can yeah. set apart today for Alan. And yeah, so I just love that. And especially <laughs> now I'm thinking about Todd Moore in our conversation with him, yeah. and I'm – I have a thousand things going through my brain. Hold yeah. it in. We'll, <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there eventually. So thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, this was fun. Yeah. Kind of catching mm-hmm. up a little bit, a little laid back. That was kind of the goal was uh, not to write this episode, but just kind of see uh, what words we say. So thank you for, for uh, see what words we say. Ready to yeah. go. <laughs> so thank you for tange. helping us achieve <laughs> it. Oh yeah. Goal. We did say new words. Yeah. <laughs> we said tange. Yeah. Tact. Ta- well, tact is an old word. Oh, uh, Kushli. Kushli. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to look that one up. Okay. I don't think it's Norwegian. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, oh, man. I'm so embarrassed. This is going up. Are you really? Yeah. <laughs> I thought we, yeah, I actually like it. So uh, let me uh, go ahead and just uh, end this here. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. We really appreciate uh, all the support that we get from our friends back home. And this is what... This is what our life is like here, and these are the kind of the moments that mean the most to us uh, when we're away from the people we love the most. Uh, I have to learn to uh, love these people. Yeah, we get to be uh, with the more. people we love the second most. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you for watching us talk about that. Uh, we hope to see you guys next week, and God bless. Thank you so much for listening to Word First Radio. If you like the podcast, please like, share, and subscribe. If you want to learn more about Word First and how you can support the ministry spiritually and financially, check us out at wordfirst.us. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of Word First Radio, and we'll see you again next week. God bless.